Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello and welcome to the Junk Time AFL Podcast for Round 8 2017. We're coming to you from Wayne Jackson Studios. My name is Michael Chamberlain and joining me is a man who this afternoon left the MCG with 21 seconds to go. It's Adam Rosenbach. Oh, g'day, mate. It's good to be back and... Um Amazing win by Richmond. I mean, five goals down at three-quarter time. To come back like that. Incredible comeback, yeah. Fantastic. Brandon Ellis, uh, you know, bounced off the pack, snaps a ball on his left boot, out of traffic. Great goal. To kick the goal to put the Tigers in front and win the game. It was unbelievable. I just saw it. I've seen a fantastic game of football. May as well get get out the track. Yeah, get out and beat the the traffic out of there. So 21 seconds to go. I was like, you know, nothing can happen in 21 seconds. It's easily defendable. So I just left the MCG, just singing the Richmond yellow and black. I was so... So pumped. It was a great win for the Tigers. They're six and two. So you haven't caught up with the news since? Well, the, 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 what are they? What would they be now? They're second? Second or third on the ladder? Just behind probably GWS, I would say. They got out, Freo got it out of the middle? Lockie Neal? Yeah, I mean, Lockie Neal, he's an okay player, but he wouldn't have done much with it. So that, that, that doesn't bother me at all that I'm hearing this news. I mean, it's only 21 seconds. How far can he kick the ball? Well, he kicked it a fair way and he popped it down the throat of David Mundy. He's pretty old, Mundy. I would say. So, how far out was he? Probably about thirty-five. Yeah, it's probably a bit out of his range. I would have thought. Forty-five like degree angle. Oh, on an angle like that, there's no way David Mundy. I mean, they call him the Shanker down he, at Frio. He put it through after the star. Fremantle one. In what has to be one of the, I apologise, Richmond fans, one of the most hilarious events of the year 2017. So, 21 seconds to go, and you're telling me Richmond couldn't. They couldn't defend it. <laughs> Even though, who was it, Ellis that kicked the goal? Brandon Ellis, yeah, absolutely. Celebrate it and then did the whole thing, you know, get back, get back. Get back yeah, get yeah, back, absolutely. Get back, I saw that as I, was, as I was leaving the ground. He said everyone so everyone was in the back half of the ground. Yeah, pretty much, except for maybe most of the players. Uh-huh. Yep, and David Money just took uncontested. Pretty, pretty, pretty clear in the pocket. Really? Just just fell into his hands, did it? <laughs> and Not much pressure. Okay. No, no. Right. And he, he just threw after the siren. Very, very nonchalant, actually. Very nonchalant. And he kind of gave a bit of yell, yep, that's how it happens. That's what I do. That's what I get up to. This is what I'm, put on. This is what I'm paid the big money for. Right. So you're telling me that Fremantle the Tigers won. are now five and three? Yeah, three in a row they've lost. Yeah, yeah. Three one. That's incredible. <laughs> 21 seconds. Did you see Ross Lyon left the box as well? Now, I wonder, where, where was he when he found out? He said, uh, so there must be a lift that you get down to the, to the rooms at okay. the back. He'd just gotten out of the lift and he heard, he heard a roar. When he was in the lift and he thought, oh, maybe that's, you know, the Tigers have done something. Yeah. And then he got out of the lift and he saw that David Mundy had the ball in his hand. So he watched it. And no he, way. So he watched it there. It wasn't like he got into the rooms thinking they'd lost. Yeah, okay, sure. Now, here's the process here. Did, do you watch the press conference? Like, did, he might actually have the answer for this. Do you give the players a bake for letting them come back from five goals? Or do you go, well done, we've won? Oh, I think you say, well done, we, we won it. But, yeah. and then go through the reasons that you allowed, you know, Richmond to come back from five goals. Because I reckon Russell Lyon would be the type of coach he would uh, accentuate the positives first. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, he, he was getting, he was unscrewing Gatorades. Yeah. He was he's, ready to splash it around. He strikes me as a glass half full kind yeah, of guy. Yeah, well, when he did his Fox footy interview, he was uh, covered in Gatorade. Okay. He'd already celebrated himself, uh-huh. so he was pretty pumped up. So, in uh, in opposi- opposition to that, if you're Damien Hardwick, do you talk about the positives? Hey, guys. We came back. Yeah, we, we led. We led for... For 21 seconds, yeah. we were in front. We were the team to beat. Yeah. I mean, they did really well. They came back from 33 points down. Yes. And they will be looking through that final play trying to work out what went wrong. But it did seem to me like there was a lot of room in that forward line. Well, yeah. And no one, as uh, they were pointing out on the coverage, no one came off the back of the square. Because they said, you know, if a ball spills away, you don't want someone streaming through as Lockie Neal. He got a free run, didn't he? Yeah. yeah. Exactly what happened. Is exactly what shouldn't happen. Yeah, sure, sure. So well, the Tigers have, uh, they've got the wobbles up. Yeah, a very exciting episode of On the Couch tomorrow then. Yes, oh, they'll, they'll, they'll pull it apart. It's going to be fantastic. So so they've got the wobbles. Geelong have the wobbles. Yeah. Remember, remember a couple of weeks ago when I said, I don't know if I rate Geelong? Did you? And you said, really? Don't yeah. you? And I said, no, I'm not, I'm not convinced. Okay. And I was right to be not convinced, Michael. Dangerwood. Yes. 
Or is that, it, well, they've lost three in a row now, haven't they? The, I believe they have, yeah. 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 Uh, Selfield, is that what you call them? Yeah, well, I don't yeah. know. I, I'm just trying to make it which one it was. But yeah. unexpected loss to Melbourne, I must say. Yes. By and that then, amount, too. Yeah, and then the, the loss to Essendon. So oh, sorry, yeah, sorry. Essendon. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I'm thinking about Adelaide. Unbelievable. Yeah. Wheels are falling off all over the place. They were handing them the cup a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, un- unbeatable. Hmm. Okay. So, I can tell you why the Richmond players were a bit not right today. Yeah, it was that. During the week, they had a major drama. Not the Tigers. Richmond players, including star Dustin Martin, were Mm. turned away from a primary school footy clinic because they didn't have the proper safety checks. What? So the Tigers uh, have confirmed four players Mm. uh, were stopped from taking part in a clinic at Sindel South Primary School in Mount Waverley because they didn't have working with children checks. So big deal, it's Dustin Martin. What's to check? (laughs) He's a league footballer. They go... All oh, right, they probably know. The kids know about the Mr Miyagi incident, but that's fun. Kids be like, do the walrus, do the walrus. He brought the chopsticks along. That's yeah. what hurts him. <laughs> he, that hurts him bad because he's like, the kids love this shit. He yeah. brought up the chopsticks and then they're like, no, you can't come in. He's like, but I, I, I brought, brought the chopsticks. chopsticks yeah. And I brought chopsticks for all the kids as well. Yeah, you can't just, you can't be selfish. I've got a boot full of chopsticks. Yeah, they're not cheap. They're not the reused. They're not the wooden types. They're the reusable ones. They say it's up to the school's discretion. Uh, they don't actually need to have one until August one. Oh right. But so the said, school said we the don't want. Said, yeah, no. We yeah. don't know their backgrounds. Yeah. I'm going to say if they're league footballers, they just... got picturesque backgrounds. Yes, exactly. They do no wrong. No oh, wrong. Maybe they looked at Dustin Martin's Instagram. Perhaps shouldn't have done that. They said, "Oh, what was that? You're in Vegas with Dane Swan. Okay. <laughs> uh, maybe we don't want you teaching our kids. No. If you're going to have a footballer rocking up to your school, you yeah. know. They are clean skins. Yes. Absolutely clean. Absolutely. I, I don't have an issue with it. And uh, also, um, another person who wanted to try and do school clinics, Ricky, Ricky Nixon, <laughs> uh, he wanted to go down to some high schools and just run his own clinics. Yeah, but you're 11 girls schools. Yeah, yeah, it was, was different. It was, it was slightly different. Yeah, but what he was going to teach them was completely unrelated to football. <laughs> but, you know, he's offering up his services for free. Oh, look, the guy's got to get out. The guy's got to make a buck. <laughs> yeah, well, he's got to sell his books. <laughs> he's got to make a story. He just wanted another chapter. So, Richmond, obviously, they had that on their mind during the game during well, the final 21 seconds they couldn't think about going back in the back 50 no they were thinking about what they would have taught at the school clinic absolutely they and would that, have been telling them to yeah, get back get and, back yeah don't <laughs> let someone up, come off the square the <laughs> <laughs> and they didn't get a chance to so so it's this school's fault i mean mm. the fact that they didn't need to have these checks until august one the school's yeah. just that's a bit weird from the school isn't it let's go nah fuck it Actually, I kind of never really thought about it, but I, yeah, I suspect it probably is the type of thing where they're probably brought in a regulation now. Yes. August when you have to. But yeah, I think it's the kind of thing where, yeah, I suppose you do have to have a, a check. Yeah. I mean, most, most things where you do have to kind of work with children, you do require You do one. need a check. Yeah. It, it's not, it's not out of the order. I would have thought they would have been different for footballers. Like, I can't rem- imagine, like, particularly when we're at school, you know, you get a, get a couple of footballers come to your school. Did you have anyone come to your school? Yeah. I've got a feeling. Uh, I think we had Tony Elshaw from the Bombers. I've got a feeling we might have had the ghost come down. Jim Jess. Jimmy Jess. He would have been about 200. No, he played till probably mid-80s. Did he? I thought... I thought he'd retired around then. Wasn't he coaching? Didn't he get in a punch with punch on with Percy Jones? No, that was... Uh, that oh, was... that's Tony Jewell. Yeah. Yeah, right. No, Jim Jess. Jim Jess. Here we go. I've got him up here. Uh, oh, pretty fucking bullshit. Fucking Wikipedia for Jim Jess. What? It's got what like one line. It? Yeah, well, what else do you need to know? It just says the ghost. That's no, it. <laughs> that's the thing. It doesn't even say that. It doesn't say the ghost. No, it's got Jim, Jim Jess. He yeah. brackets. Born January 25, 1955. He's a retired Australian footballer. Yep. Uh, who played in the VFL between 1976 and 1988 for the oh, Richmond Football Club. Wow. It does no mention of Ghost. Well, that's ridiculous. Can you edit it? <laughs> yeah, actually, that's right. Get in. Yeah, we should try and do that. Log yeah. in. Okay, we've got to create it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to we'll create it. Um, so I'll have to... Um, Let's do it after the show. Join but, an account. Yeah. Yeah, okay, we'll do We'll do, do a post-show, show, but we'll add uh, Junk Timers check in. And see if the ghost is not written. Now, that, that's disgusting. That's appalling. Whoever put that up has gone to the time to research his birthday and yeah. his career length. Yeah. Does it say how many games he played? Yeah. I'm going to say 229. They have the stats on the side. 223, yeah. well done. Oh, that's very close. 175 goals. Uh, but uh, You've got to have the ghost. People who may remember, I think it might have been our first year, Paul Collegia was on the, on, the, on the show as a guest. Mm. Lived down in Frankston. Jim Jess owned his local video shop. <laughs> there you go. So you'd go to the video shop. Yep. To see the movie Ghosts. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the Ghosts. Handed to by the Ghosts. <laughs> we had at, up at Airport West Shopping Centre, which is where I used to go up at Westfield, uh, 
is it Stephen O'Dwyer, the red-headed ruckman? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He owned like a, a sports power. Sports power, like is that a betting thing? Or? No, no, no. That was like a, sort of like a rebel sport of, mm. the, of the day, of the early 90s. And you used to walk past and see the big red... Straubs. Ra- yeah. Yeah. Got suspended for the uh, 88 grand final. Did he? Yeah, heartbreaking. Well, not really. Not once you saw the result. <laughs> when there's 16 goals down, you're like, whoo, dodge a bullet there. <laughs> now, Adam, you were away last week. I was. I was checking out the... Um, we were worried, sick. Matt, I was checking out the surface up at Zhangwan Stadium. Yep, the home football. Yeah. Uh, now, uh, we're recording this at five o'clock, so it's about nearly uh, halfway through the third in, yes. the, um, in the China game. Massive game. Sold out. Sold out, yeah. Half the people haven't seemed yeah, to show well, up. Well, they didn't seem to want to go. They yeah. just, you, you know how you just want the ticket and <laughs> you don't often want the little bit ripped off yeah. that gives you the admission. So you want the hot ticket whole. Good atmosphere, though. Like, there seems to be a lot of power fans there. They're doing a power, they're doing a power chant after a goal. Yeah, and I noticed that uh, they seem to know what's going on. Yeah, so, so they didn't seem to be a, a crowd that didn't have a clue. I was going to say, I can't really see. Are they the local Chinese dudes or are they uh, expats who have come to watch a footy game? Oh, that's a very good point. Yeah, of course. Hmm. They do seem to know what I was quite surprised by them applauding quite, in the right, uh, right, right times. There'd be quite a few Australians over in Shanghai, you'd imagine. Financial centre. Yeah. People going over there. Yeah. Well, a lot of uh, meth cooks. A lot of meth cooks. Yeah. yeah. It's a big, uh, big centre for, for ice production a lot of people are, in China. Is it really? Yeah, it really is. Oh, really? Shanghai? Yeah. Oh, I should check. Well, really? I don't know about Shanghai, but China. But I'm sure they'd go to Shanghai. You know, you drive from wherever because you, you, you don't need to sleep. So this stunning... Slur on the good people of Shanghai <laughs> yeah. to suggest they're cooking up the meth, my friend. Well, it's coming from somewhere. Man. I have a lot of powerful friends in Shanghai. <laughs> <laughs> I know you do. I know you do. No, I was overseas. I was uh, I was in Iraq. Yes. Which sounds like a joke, hmm. but I was over there doing gigs for the Australian tr- Defence uh, Force. Aren't you troops. brave? Aren't you brave? I'm very brave. Michael. You're a real hero. Now, now, if I remember correctly, that means you're allowed to march on Anzac Day. I am allowed to officially march. So if you see me down there marching, leading, is there like kind of a comedian's like file? You know, have like you know the Third Battalion or whatever from yeah, 1953. Yeah. But is there like a comedian's one? So it's like you and Limo and Mick. Malloy and well, I think there's a, there's an entertainment uh, arm of it because uh-huh. we go onto entertainment forces, I think it's called, and uh, yeah, you, you can march with other other performers that have gone over there. How big will your balls have to be <laughs> to <laughs> actually <laughs> march? <laughs> so these guys from Nam have fucking you know had 40, 40 years of nightmares, and you're yeah, there going, yeah. Oh, I'll tell you what, mate. <laughs> well, a lot of my jokes, some of my jokes, didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't make it. Um, yeah, so I can I can officially march. Oh, isn't that great? Which is a bra- very brave. I did a brave thing, Michael. So tell me what you went for from here to Dubai. Now so stop me when you can't talk about stuff. Yes, because there will be some stuff that is highly classified. But I can't I can't tell you what I ate. Okay. Yeah, that, that's that's really classified. Yeah. Like, all right, I'll let the junk times in. There was there was some pork roast. Really? It was oh, really? Delicious. Oh, yeah. It no, was it was really nice. So is it kind of a buffet? Let's let's focus on the food initially. Yeah, yeah, no worries. So there's a base at uh, at Dubai where the Australians are, they have an air force base, mm-hmm. and that's where we stay. And you go in there. There's a big mess hall. And so you how go big, in. How big? How many people? I reckon you could seat around 400 in there mm-hmm. if they all came at once, which they don't. Mm-hmm. Which they don't. And you learn out very quickly. Uh, you learn very quickly that it's not. Uh, it's not like a hotel. Can't just leave your, your tray and your plates there. They you got to you got to clean it up yourself. Oh bullshit! There uh, are people walking around. Nah, nah, oh. it's fucked. I would have thought that. Oh mate, you know how many fucking trays are flipped onto the floor? Here's a very quick uh, question. It's an ethical debate that I've had with friends over decades. Is this without notice? Yeah, question without notice. Oh fuck! <laughs> at like McDonald's. Yeah. Do you put your tray, tray in the bin? In the bin hmm. or back where it belongs? No, do you clear? Do you put your rubbish in the bin and put the tray back on top of it? I do, yes. Yeah. Yes, I haven't been to McDonald's for a long, long time, but yes, I was always, yeah, I was, always I was brought up very well. Yeah, because many people – it divides people. People go, there are people who work there and that's, the, that's, that's part, their of their, part of their job. And I go, why would they have the bin and the tray thing there if that wasn't a, a little unspoken yeah. obligation from Come yourself? Come on, mate, just pick it up. Yeah. Do it yourself. Yeah. Like, I don't – I certainly don't. Uh, take the pickles off the wall. Okay. <laughs> I remember when we were like 15 or 16, we would get... 3am, you don't clean up the other guy's blood. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, he's asked for it. Um, I remember we would get, and this is a shitty thing to do, get a milkshake and sort of half drink it and then turn it upside down onto the... So the cup was upside down on the table. So when they lifted it, milkshake would just go everywhere. You're a fucking scumbag. <laughs> get out of here now. Yeah, that's kind. Of, that's how I rolled. I did that over there in the in Iraq. Oh, I had that go down. Yeah, no, pretty well. <laughs> they enjoyed it. Um, so uh, the, the, varieties of food. What, what's on offer? Uh, so they had like you got your lots of vegetables, mm-hmm. obviously, because you, you need your protein, you need your you need your nutrients. Um, but you know, roast fish. They have different things because there's Australians over there. There's kiwis. There's uh, there's there's poms. There's the Dutch. 
So they had hash cookies for them. <laughs> yep. It was very, very, uh, very welcoming okay. to those people. What else did we have? There was lots of... When I went to uh, Baghdad, so when I was uh, in, the, in the base in Baghdad, that was run by the Americans, and that was like fried chicken, fries, just the worst fucking food you've ever seen. Okay. And really bad. And like uh, you could get your uh, waffles for breakfast, waffles for lunch, uh, maybe yeah. if you wanted a waffle for dinner. A lot, of, a lot of bacon there. going on. Yes. Mm-hmm. Turkey bacon. Oh, yeah, they love a bit of turkey bacon. Yeah, yeah. I've never had it before, actually. I don't think I've seen it in the shops there. Yeah. Oh, you probably can't get it in Australia. It's a very American thing. Uh, and so, uh, are they you, you serving yourself or are they people serving you? Uh, people serving you. So, it's kind of like... Uh, I love a bit of the pork Like roast, a cafeteria. A of, yes, yeah, okay. a little bit of that. So, gotcha. they serve it all up. And then, because uh, we're not American, they put like... You go, I'll have some fried chicken. And they'll put like a thousand pieces on you. And you go, no, 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 I, I don't want that many. And the, just the look of sheer surprise of like... You, you're not going to eat it all. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah, because the Americans just hoe in. They love it. Okay, but they've been working hard during the day. Oh, I'm not saying they don't deserve it. They're out on patrol. They're looking around. They're running around. What are you saying, man? My gigs. I was up on stage for at least 35 minutes. Yeah, yeah, those microphones are very heavy. They're very, yeah, and I walk back and forth across stage occasionally. Yeah, yeah. And that takes it out of you in the heat. I'll tell you what, when you've been dropping a lot of calories when you have to lean forward and say, hey, mate, where are you from? What do you do? Yeah, yeah, that doesn't, <laughs> that just doesn't come to naturally to people. No, no. You know? So it's those kind of things. Now, if you're performing to people from New Zealand, from America, from Dutch land, uh, do you have to go over your references and stuff like that? You can't be like going, oh, Eddie Maguire. Yeah, absolutely. You, you kind of broaden it out a little bit. And uh, there are times as you're going through it where you're like, oh, fuck, this has got a local reference. You get to the end of it and you go, yeah, yeah. sure. And yeah. then you go, number 17, Burke Street. And they're like, <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't understand that. But uh, no, generally, generally it's okay. You just broaden it out. You just think of what you would do. If you're doing it for, like, a, a New South Wales crowd or a Queensland crowd, I, I imagine the New Zealanders didn't get everything that I was talking about, but you can't, can't bloody change everything, mate. Yeah, they sure. got the gist. Okay. They knew when to laugh. So everyone's walking around with guns? In, in uh, Iraq, yes, everyone's armed. That is really unnerving. So just um, people riding around, like, the base on their bikes with the machine gun on their backs. Mm-hmm. Um, people in the mess just putting their guns down, you know, just beside them while they ate. It was weird. And everyone's got like a, a nine millimeter pistol hooked up to their. Oh, awesome! Their did you get to shoot one of the big ones? I did, and I got to shoot an AK forty-seven. Yeah, cool. Which was pretty fun. What so are you shooting it at? Uh, just a target, just okay. a, a paper target. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I wanted something that like blew up or moved. Know. Yeah, yeah, like a, a truck driving towards you, yeah. to take out the tires. Bled, you know. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Maybe chanting something. At yeah, the yeah. You you want to make it fun. So what's uh, what's the problem in Iraq? Who are they after over there? Or what's so ISIS. On? ISIS is the big issue, and yeah. they were training up uh, some of the. Maybe I can't. No, actually, I don't think I could talk about yeah. what they're there for. Mm-hmm. Um, but ISIS is who they're against, and there's a lot of issues going on in Mosul, which is in the north of Iraq. Am I right that they're doing a lot of pirating of DVDs? Yes. Correct? Yeah, no, it's disgusting. Yeah, I don't know if you can talk about that, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, they, they're just selling, like, a ghost. Yeah. Like, Fucking putting Jimmy out of it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> if Jimmy's Jim not already out of business, yeah, yeah. though, he's no. done very well. No, he's got his beta barn, and it's going really well. So uh, did you connect with them? Any, many people? You're talking to them? You're having out, or you're kind of... To keep them to yourself. No, because you've got um, people who are kind of like chaperones who look after us the whole time mm-hmm. we're there. Um, and, and do they on like an eight-hour shift or something? Usually so, about ten hours, I think. Yeah. But then there's nothing to do for the rest of the day. So they either watch movies or go to the gym because they, they can't leave the base, mm-hmm. which is why us going there is just such a relief, such a, you know, just a change of things. Like even if they... New people. Yeah, even if they hate comedy they'll just come out because it's something different. Yeah, gotcha. So pretty much everyone who's not working will come to the show. Yeah. Just for... Something to do to get, even though they know most likely it's going to be horrible. Awful. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And oh the, no, I was getting no laughs. And but and and being a New Zealander, there's no point going because yeah. you just won't understand <laughs> any of the references. Yeah. And if you if you're Dutch or American, you just can't understand me anyway. Ah, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, so yeah. Ridiculous. You're speaking too quickly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so they hated it, but it was just good to hate something outside. Mm-hmm. You know, outdoors. Get out. You know, get it. Now, what would happen it. if you left the base? I asked that question. So we were on a tour. Uh, and how big is the base? Sorry, I'm jumping in. But so the base is probably about it's it's an Iraqi. Put it in football terms. How big? How, how big is the size of the football field? Shit, that's a very good question. I would say about the size of forty MCGs. Oh, really? It's massive. Oh, wow! It's enormous. It's because it's an airfield as well. Okay. So it's about the size of like maybe three airports. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. I was picturing something completely different. It's huge, and we were like a base within a base, so it's totally different. Uh huh. Yeah. Um. So we were on a tour. They'll take us around the base, and you could see like a uh, there was a um a tank graveyard. 
which was amazing. Oh, really so, cute. Yeah, went and paid my Adorable. respects there. Yeah, yeah. Just, so do a little burial kind yeah, of. Yeah, it was it was pretty sad actually. Yeah, do a eulogy so, for a tank. Yeah, yeah. yeah. When it, when it's taken out of commission and yeah, we so had we, some good times. Yeah, minute silence for, yeah. for the tanks. Um, and so the the um, the colonel that was taking us around on the base, he's like, ask any questions anytime you want. And yep. so I put my hand up. He's like, yep. I go, what happened if I left the base? And he's like, what? And I go, if I just walked off the base. And he's like, what? And I'm like, I don't want to, but if I did, what would happen? He's like, but you can't. And I'm like, no, but that's not what I mean. I don't, I'm not planning on this. I just want to know. And he goes, oh, okay. If you manage to get off the base, he goes, basically within minutes, he goes, uh, as soon as you left the base, phones would be ringing straight away that someone's walked off this base. What do you mean phones ringing? Who's... So like insurgents. Oh, okay, just gotcha. be like, there's action. They're on some, the watch. Yeah, some dickhead. Uh, he's got, he's got. It looks like a junk time uh, <laughs> stubby holder stubby on. Holder, yeah. yeah. He's wearing a Carlton jumper. Yeah, yeah. How do you know it's Carlton? I'm, I'm bigfoot. I've got the AFL pass online. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I listened to it. I think it's that dickhead host from uh, from Junk Time has walked off the base. He said phones instantly. They would know you were there, and he said you'd probably be uh, kidnapped and killed in that order. Oh, awesome. So they wouldn't kill me, then kidnap me, because that's ridiculous. No, that'd be ridiculous. So it's good to know which order it's going to happen. Bit of torture in there, though? Trying to find out what you know? Yeah, that, yeah, probably. Yeah. Probably. It wouldn't take much. Yeah. Like, just like a uh, like put the arm up behind my back. I'd be like, I know everything. Here's, here's what you need to know. How sad would they be if they went to all that effort of kidnapping you? Yeah. And then they go, right, we got someone. Yeah, and then they find yeah. out you're the fucking comedian who's <laughs> yeah, come yeah, to entertain. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> They'll be like, what do you know? I'm like, I don't know anything. And they're like, I think he's genuinely telling the truth. This guy's a fucking idiot. Uh, what's your name? What do you do? <laughs> <laughs> um, and what else did I get to do? I uh, got to ride in the uh, cockpit. Uh, in the in the Hercules plane coming out of Baghdad. Ah, uh, yep, cool. So it was pretty entertaining. They gave me the um, the night vision goggles. So I had a bit of a look at there was a storm, an electrical storm over Iran that you couldn't see because we flew at night. Couldn't see it with the naked eye, but with the uh, with the night vision goggles on, it was like an electrical, like amazing electrical storm. No it was way, fantastic. Yeah, but you couldn't see it naked eye. All you'd see is like occasional flashes. Huh. But it was great. Yeah, that's cool, man. Yeah. And anytime they tell you that you can't like have your phone on or anything on a plane. Uh, I'm just going to remind everyone, all our, or tell all our junk time listeners, have a microwave oven in the cockpit. Oh, really? Yeah, because <laughs> they, they fly long-haul flights, so Hercules are quite slow. Yeah. And they need to heat their food up. I, so uh, if they are telling you that your phones are going to distract anything, they have a fucking microwave. Yeah, I understand that. I did meet an engineer for Qantas a few years ago, and he said, he said, yeah, look, you, you don't really have to have it off. Yeah. But he said there's a tiny, 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 tiny chance. Yeah. That it may interfere, so that's why they say don't. Oh, okay, yeah. but but that's the same as like they tell you not to be on your phone. And I you, said, mate, you... I said, mate, there's a microwave next to you right now. <laughs> <laughs> they they tell you not to um, be on your phone when you're filling up your car. Oh yeah, but you've seen footage on YouTube and the like. No, of people I mean, I mean, you know, I've been told off for that. Like mm. they like, mate. Get off your phone, yeah. put your cigarette out, yeah. and stop take cooking that, those steaks. Take that bong out of your mouth. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, fuck off, mate. Yeah. I'll take this petrol. <laughs> and so that was kind of it. I don't know if there's anything else I can tell you. The, the gigs were a lot of fun, and it was uh, it was an enjoyable time over there. And you went with a couple of bands. A couple right? of bands as well, yeah. So yeah. they just did kind of covers. That's what people want to hear is just something familiar. Yeah. And uh, the New Zealanders uh, kept yelling out, play horses, play horses. No way. And so I said to the New Zealander... No, was, are you lying or...? No, I'm, I'm serious about this. No way. And I said to the New Zealander, I'm like, why do you guys... What's had they the had fucking... a, a stirring interstate Iraqi win? <laughs> they had, they had. I said, what's, what's the fascination with horses? And he goes, oh, we just yell it out because the fucking Aussies call, <laughs> out, call out for it all the time. <laughs> he goes, oh, I don't even know what it is. That's fucking Brent Guerra taking up a job <laughs> in the army. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, we're glad to have you back, Adam. Thanks, buddy. And a big thanks to Declan and Sonny uh, for last week's show. I'm getting a lot of good feedback. Some of it a little too good, if I might put that out there. Someone said it was the best of 120 episodes. And to them I say, I get fucked. <laughs> now, it was a very funny episode, though. So you well done. Went to the game yesterday, the Blues. I did. I did. It was a, it was a cracking game of yep. football. Yeah. Sat behind the uh, Carlton bench. Am I right? The Saints kicked out for a while, and then you came back. Yeah, the Saints. We got the first goal, then they kicked the next four, and mm-hmm. then we kind of came back and. Uh, oh, the first goal you say? Oh yes, and uh, we we were kind of we were in it. Um, there was one point where Zach Fisher, who's a left footer. Could have had a shot at goal had he turned onto his right. He went left. He got it smothered. Went down the other end. 
saying he's kicked a goal, and I reckon that kind of broke us. That okay. was the end of it. Broke so it was disappointing. But uh, it was a it was a really good game. I didn't think we'd be in it for as long as we were, and it was very enjoyable. Now, Great win by the Saints too. There were some harsh words said to Mark Murphy apparently. Yeah. Now were they from you from over the boundary? I love Murph, so I wouldn't uh, I wouldn't say anything. Oh, really? I did I did get into Jake Carlo when he ca- whenever he came to the bench. I was like, mate, I've got eighteen sets of headphones here for you, buddy. <laughs> so he knew I was around. Um, and so he. Well, there were a few articles about it today. Yeah, not saying what the Saints said. Like, I'm no, no I'm, I'm not yeah. saying. I'm not saying. Yeah, yeah. It didn't say, but it said it was uh, beyond the pale. Oh, you can't go. You can go to the pale. Yeah, you can stand on the pale. <laughs> yeah, but don't go beyond it. You can, you can maybe put a little bit of water in the pale. Yeah, yeah, but never dip a toe in the pale. Yeah, but never go beyond. Never it. go beyond the yeah, pale. Never. And even uh, Paul Roos, I think, um, said it was uh, out of line. Really? Mm. Well, because we all know the rumor that he's talking that they're talking about. No, we don't. I've got no idea what you're talking about. Yes, you do, Michael. You started absolutely it. no idea. You started it. They said it was personal in nature. Very personal in regards to his... Wait a second. We don't know what they're talking about. We no, have I no don't. idea. We have no, no idea. No. I actually made me think the other day, even though I have no idea... <laughs> what it is. ...what the possibility could be. Yeah, yeah. But you're going to speculate... That the Saints seem to be on the same page about. I have yeah. no idea. Uh-huh. Don't ask me, Adam. I yeah. don't know what they could possibly be talking about. Do you think it's weird that they held it off till the third quarter? Is that true? Well, I guess so. Like, wouldn't he have tried to smash someone earlier? Like, wouldn't you open up with it? Ah, uh, yeah, that's right. Because he... if you're going to go with a rumor that you had heard about, yeah, you'd, sure. uh, first bounce. Like, you know, like Mark Murphy get you know you'd twenty on... quality <laughs> possessions on you, and then go bring it out. You'd have it on the banner, wouldn't you? Yeah. Now, I began to think to myself about uh, what would it take for mm. me to crack it on the football field, and I couldn't really think of anything. Like, if they went personal, yeah. Like, if they brought up something, I'd be like, yeah, I. I understand that. I get it. Yeah. I mean, you regularly say you've had relations with my mum. Oh, well, actually, I was going to say on Mother's Day, I was going to ask, how, how is she? she yeah, yeah. No, she's fine. She sends her regards. Are you going off to a dinner after or something? I am, or? yeah. You going off to see mum? Yep. Give, give her my regards. <laughs> I will. When lovely, did you last see mum? Lovely lady. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I, cause remember, ask her if she got my gift. Okay. And <laughs> what was that gift, mate? <laughs> but I wonder, what... what what would it take? Well, let's not forget that I got suspended in under 12s. Yeah. So I know what it takes to snap on the footy field. Wasn't that a guy punching you, though? Or? Oh, no, he, he went to kick the ball out of my hands. Ah, and yeah. He, his boot touched my finger. And so he snapped him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the kind of thing. I'm like Barry Hall, mate. You, I, I you don't want to start, mate. I went down to my nephew to watch him today playing footy, and um, there were a couple of kids pushing and shoving. And I, got, I, I couldn't work out. I was like, are they friends? And they're kind of just playing on the opposite team, and they're mucking around. Yeah. Or there was a bit of niggle to it. Did they it look they definitely. Well, it, it didn't look completely harmless, but there was they both pushed each other about two or three times each. Yeah. yeah. Well, I guess it's like monkey see, monkey was, do, isn't this it? This is really hoping for it to kick off. <laughs> Under 11, so that would have been great. I remember and once in. there was a kid who I played alongside at, uh, at Strathmore, and he was, he was into Taekwondo, and he wasn't that good at football. And I remember another one. So the seniors are watching us because I think they were playing later on in the day. And so this must have been under-16s or 18s. And this guy's getting into my teammate. And then he's just, he's a, unleashed a spinning heel kick. Oh, really? It's yeah. down the roundhouse. Yeah. yeah that's awesome. And the, the, the seniors fucking loved it. <laughs> and I don't reckon, like, the guy's playing on gone, all right, well, I'm not going to him again. Mm. He's just unleashed a spinning heel kick in my face. What would it take for people to kind of tell me, tell me your weakness, your absolute weakness? Oh, I don't like. I don't think because people couldn't go. People couldn't kind of come at me with religion or anything or no, and, and race or whatever. I don't, I don't think any barbs could affect me. Yeah, Maybe and if it, they said something about my girlfriend, I might kick yeah. off a little bit. But you got to expect it. You just laugh it off. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't. I, I'm not that I'm saying I want it to start on on Twitter, but I, I'm impenetrable. I would say <laughs> <laughs> this is not this is not a challenge. <laughs> and we must say we have had a lot of members of the South American football community. <laughs> yes, in the have, last a months, have a go at you. Yeah, you, yeah. you wore that pretty well. I did. I did have to wear that pretty well. Yeah, <laughs> particularly when they put my uh, phone number out there. That was nice. <laughs> so they gave it a chance. They gave it a chance. Now your mate Daisy Thomas has uh, adapted his contract this week. Because well, it was coming out that he was being affected by the, the negative, you know, the negative stories that were around him having to play. I think it was fourteen or fifteen games to get a contract 15, extension. And he said, "Let's just take it away. Hmm. Let's just take." It. So effectively, what he said is, "I'm not going to play next year." Well, don't you think? Maybe if I he actually, takes away that trigger. Yeah, but yeah. I looked at it as like a uh, kind of positive for him, in a way. How so? In that, well, if you get the theory that they're going to not play him because they don't want him to get to 15. Oh, okay. And he can kind of play for it. But Soft said, um, 
Uh, acknowledging that we, as a club, do not publicly comment on the nature of player contracts, Dale has selfishly put the club first in this situation. But I, I, could, I could read it the other way as well. That he's so looking after himself. Put himself first, yeah. Okay. Well, you know what, though? It's that he, he was clearly wearing shackles, hmm. right? And having this chat. Now, he didn't play yesterday? He did. Oh, okay. He did okay. Yeah. He did what Daisy does, yeah. not much. Um, but the shackles, the shackles are off now. He's free. He's playing with a freedom he never had, Michael. Mm. And now he's, uh, you know, he's free when he when he you know kicks a ball out in the full. He'll get up to fourteen games, I reckon. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. no, no. He's it, basically what it means is they can pay him whatever they want next year if they keep him on the list. Yeah, okay. which would be you know minimum wage, I imagine. So you reckon end of final year for Daisy? I would say so. I can't see them. Hanging on to him? Yeah, and also one of those players is probably a bit older now and if you are doing that rebuilding thing, which you have been doing since 2009, then... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's not... But, you know, any new players would get into the into the club. It's not an easy... It's not an easy in into club Oh, anymore. no, they're going to make you go through uh, tasks. Yeah. They're going to get you guys, uh, new rookies, to do a Carlton history test. Which I think is fucking ridiculous. Well, so maybe. it's a, it's a, it's an exam on Carlton's history. You might get to study before it, but uh, in a bid to fast track the youngsters' understanding of the traditions of the navy blue. Yep. Club historian Tony DeBolfo, big uh, former journal as well, on the, yeah. uh, current journal, uh, but uh, big on the club history. Always the go-to guy for Carlton history, isn't he? Yes, yes, yeah, he's does a big Carlton tours, fan. I think of of Prince. Yeah, I think Park. you might be right. The, the ghost tours. He's currently working on the quiz. We want them to understand the. Carlton story and be aware of those who came before them. Uh, the quiz, uh, we questioned some different areas of the club, previous captains, 200 game players and best and fairest winners. Now, I don't know if they get to a booklet or something to study. Well, because a lot, of, a lot of people, you don't necessarily get drafted to the team you barrack for. Yes, and also so if you're an 18-year-old, as I find these days, 18-year-olds don't know shit. Well, no, but I think... Well, they don't read the papers because they don't want to see their names in it. That's a good point. But yeah. I, think, I think don't have the knowledge that I think people of our age do of the, of the past. Oh, okay. Mm, that's really? what I find. Yeah. Okay. So they could tell you how many Instagram followers, say, Mark Murphy has. Yeah, but they couldn't tell you, you know, who won the 1982 prelim. Yep. Who did? Carlton. Yeah. Did we? <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. That's good. That's very good. What it, but what sort of questions would they be asking? Like, um, who's the greatest Vizzy ambassador at Carlton? Yes, that's a good point. That, that know, sort of st- name the uh, name the names of Beck Judd's kids. Yeah, that kind of shit. Uh, how much over did they pay for the nineteen ninety five grand final? Yeah. How many smokes does Johnny Elite have a day? Yeah, that sort yeah. of shit. Uh, who's the shitter coach? Dennis Pagan or Mick Mulhouse? <laughs> you know, fun things like that. I, yeah. I think I think it's a good thing that uh, the, the the players coming in there know more about their club. Who? was the dominator and how did he get the nickname? <laughs> yeah, what did he dominate? Yeah. What did... Uh, what did what Wayne Doritich do yeah. in the past? <laughs> <laughs> Another rumour that we know nothing about. Ah, <laughs> uh, the Dora. He was in the car with the dominator, wasn't he? Uh, I, I, I don't know the full tale. I have no idea. I don't know anything. Everything okay. from the sledge... I don't know anything. You don't follow sledges? Sledging anything. Anything. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, it was, good, it was a good game yesterday and great win to the Saners. Who are now? What are they? Five and three? Uh, let's have a quick look. I think you might be right. I think they're going quite well. Let's run through the ladder quickly, Michael. We've still got uh, North and Sydney are currently playing and Nor- uh, Sydney are uh, goal up. Uh, about halfway through the second. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let me think. Uh, Adelaide and Eagles and GWS, 6-2. and two. Now, that was a very close one, the um, Collingwood and the Giants. Well, it basically... Was, again, like another 30 seconds, like, and Stevie J came through. Beautiful crumb. It was good, wasn't it? And kicked the goal. And they were... Um they were amazing all night, Collingwood. Mm. That was a, that's a hard, hard loss to, to take. When you, you lead the, pretty much the whole game, they had a huge lead. It was amazing to see at quarter time and then see uh, GWS come out after, after that break and they switched on. Like yeah. It was a completely different team that came out. But, yeah, very disappointing for Collingwood and very unlucky. And also two and six now for Collingwood. And so, you know, of all the pressure that's going to be on Buckley, but you can't be jumping up and down too much this week going, it was 30 seconds. Yeah, it, yeah. it was a disappointing loss. So, yeah, yeah. Hawthorne are coming, three and five. Oh, here we go. After playing the most boring game of football I think I've watched in about 15 years. It was horrible, was it? It was not horrible, but just nothing happened. Yep. Yeah. But didn't Cyril get injured? Uh, yeah, yeah. A few, a few Hawthorne players fell over, actually. Yeah. That's a shame. Yeah, I think Cyril is not going to be too long on the on the sidelines. And Stratton got done as well, I think. Yes. Um, so, uh, uh, if anything, our flag is going to be more ambitious <laughs> than ever before. But uh, top eight at the minute, we've got um, Adelaide Giants and Eagles on six. We've got Geelong Saints... Richmond and Doggies and 
Frio on five. Now, Frio would be a bit of a surprise for most people. Absolutely. And Port Adelaide will join them. So, Frio will be ninth. The Western Bulldogs will be eighth at the end of uh, – assuming that the um, the power win mm. in China, which, you know, they play Jiangwan Stadium very well. Yeah, no, they're experts there. At the SCG. Yeah. Uh, so, that would mean Western Bulldogs are eighth. So, that's probably not where you'd expect. But at five and three, that's, that's, that's a very good eight. It's not bad. And also, I think – I was raising the point this week, I think, on SEN, maybe Scotty Lucas. It's like, are teams inconsistent or is the competition just very close? Yeah, I think I think they've finally evened it up. Maybe the Brisbane Lions will be the – they need another couple of years to start being more even. You know? but, but you do look at uh, – I mean, and it's early days again now. It's still only eight rounds. But um, from ninth to first is one game. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Geez, that's really good, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Well, how it will probably work out. Yeah. And can I tell you one thing that you shouldn't do uh, if you're on a long-haul flight, as I did now? Uh, obviously, I love my footy. I download the SEN Crunch Time podcast. So oh, they, yep. They do Crunch Time on the Saturday morning. Great show. Yeah. Really enjoy it. A lot of fun. Yeah. And so I downloaded it in podcast version, was listening to it on the flight, and what you don't want to do is fall asleep with uh, Robbo on, because then you have Robbo dreams. Oh, really? And they're not pleasant. No way, did yeah. you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because he was, he was talking so much. Yeah, yeah. What yeah. was he doing in the dream? I can't remember, but I just know that he was in the dream. And that, I think that woke me up. I was like, this is horrible. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, I want to I want to jump out of the plane. You know who I had in my dream about oh God. Uh, three weeks ago, I reckon? Cyril. No, it was Damien Monkhorst. Fat I, Damien Monkhorst? I don't, I, don't remember Monkhurst. The, I don't remember the context of it, but I walked past <laughs> him, I think, if I remember in the dream. And it was him of today, of 2017. So he's pretty fat. But he... Was young, yeah. So okay. he had the bright blonde hair, and he yep. he had a very fancy kind of hairstyle. Yes, yeah. But I, I, but it wasn't like I'd watched a game that day. You know, they show Monkey on the Bench. Yeah, yeah. It was just like a Wednesday night or something. <laughs> I'm like, I'm dreaming about Damon. Yeah, Monkey. That's pretty sad. Like you, you were talking about how. Uh, yeah, but I'm dreaming about the rock coach. <laughs> <laughs> That's some good depth, though. Next week, <laughs> mate. If you, what about if you dream about Ty Vickery? What yeah. would happen then? Oh fuck! Oh, jeez, that means things have gone dark. <laughs> <laughs> it's not great. But uh, do you think Scott Pendlebury put a bit of a scare into the Collingwood team pre-game? Should he have spoken about you know because his uh, his lovely wife is it? Uh, what's her name? Alex. Alex. Yeah. Do you think he should have? Because she's just about to give birth, and he said, "I'll leave at half time if I have to." Yeah, I said, I'm playing. Yeah, now, is she she do. Around about now, or is it within a week or two? Oh, well, I'm assuming... Or it's kind of any day? Yeah, I, I think it's very imminent. And he was preparing to not play and just said, if I do run out, I will leave if I get the text. Because also, too, the players can't have their phones with them once they get to the ground. Ah, okay, that's interesting. So he must have been... Someone else must have had to get the text. And you know what? If the game's that close and you get that text, you're not telling him. You're just holding on to that info. Uh, actually, that's a good point, yeah. <laughs> you just, like, you go to Bucks, do we still need him? He's like, fucking oath, but Like, yeah. you're 10 goals down, you go, hey, Pendles. Yeah, yeah. Alex is giving birth. Catch playing. But, yeah, if, if they're up. That's right, go, actually. No, no one's telling him. And if it was, I mean, it was that tight, you know, with five minutes to go. On yeah, the absolutely. Turn. You're not telling him. Yeah. You're just going, oh, anything come through? Oh, uh, sorry, Scotty. I uh, haven't checked my phone for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, but didn't we talk about a few weeks ago that, didn't we say partners should come to the game and, and give, give birth, birth at, at the, the game. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Uh, what, what's we her thought problem? that was the simplest solution yes, to the whole thing. exactly. That, then she doesn't have to worry. They've got great... Uh, we figured there were great medical doctors there. And we've seen the... What is it? St. John's Ambulance people? Yeah, they're Those, there. like, the 15-year-olds who were there? Yes. Yeah, with the trolleys? They could give birth. Yeah, they've... I'm sure they've delivered hundreds of babies. Yeah, and, you know, what better way to start your life than with a Gatorade Bukaki? Mm-hmm. Just to get all the, um, the birthing fluid off you. Absolutely. Uh, and then, also... Is this a bit, is this a bit too much? But... Recovery. Yeah. You could chow down on the placenta. <laughs> yeah. Because that's apparently a huge source of Nutrients. everything. Yeah, yeah. It's meant to be wonderful. Magic. Yeah. Magic. And so, baby born. So instead get of in the circle. Chuck the Gatorade over it. No, no, no. But you do it during the game. So instead of oranges at three-quarter time. Oh, okay. You cut you up know, the placenta. Nathan, yeah, no, Nathan Buckley's going, come on, boys. You need to run. And you're just there. Just, just chowing down on placenta. Alex Pendlebury's placenta. placenta. Yes, absolutely. And what, what a way to bond a team. Oh, you'd be tighter than ever. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, don't worry about what Essendon got up to. Oh, I think this is what, you know, this is what needs to happen. I think players should, they should invest in it more. Here we go. It says uh, she was due to give birth this weekend. So it's right on the crash do you, time. Do you think uh, football teams should provide their players uh, a calendar of when they should be having sex? Oh, well, um, I think it might have been a Scott brother talked about Lee Matthews said, no funny, funny, funny games in January. Really? Yeah. Just 
classic Lee Matthews, just straight oh, up. Oh, God. I'm not saying this here, are you? Yeah, just straight up anal. That's it. Just. Oh, <laughs> I want him, on January, I want you to introduce something new to the bedroom. <laughs> oh, what is it, Lethal? Oh, look. If you refer to my chat. <laughs> but no, he's. I mean, I'm, I think it was pretty frivolous. Like, you know, I, yeah, I'm sure yeah. it's not in the contract. No, he but he saying. would just be like, please don't have a baby in September. Yeah, basically. Yeah. But, uh, like, you know, if you play for the for Brisbane or Carlton, go for it. Just Well, nowadays, yeah, but back in then, back then when they're winning flags. Oh, no, no, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, don't dominate in, in January. No. Yeah, and see, see that's, what, that's what Dorotich did. He was making sure that he was not going to have a child in uh, September. Hey, speaking of fathers and uh, daughters. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the father-daughter rule for the AFLW. I love it. So they've announced that this week. So a, a, a father has to play one game for the team. Oh. And then the daughter then becomes eligible to be drafted. So what about if you're like, uh, who played for a lot of teams? Justin Murphy, for example. Well, don't they work out like who, don't you have to qualify for, have to play like 100 or something for oh, each team? Oh, father's son. Because doesn't they talk about which one Juddie's kids, because we all automatically presume that Chuddy's boys are going to play for... Yes. For, we've got to work out which one. Yeah, you get yeah, the option, yeah. the choice. Oh, well, Darcy Moore had that choice, didn't he? Yeah, he got to play for... He, he could pick between two. Oh, Melbourne and Collingwood. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, he fucked that up. <laughs> well, Mark Murphy could have gone to Brisbane and chose to go into the draft. Yeah, gotcha. his father played for the Lions. I wasn't the um, same with John Brown? Couldn't yeah, he? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, he could have kind of gone... Wait, no, he, I he think did he went that. on father son, but he yes. could have gone earlier in the draft. Could have gone to Hawthorne. Is that right? If I remember correctly, yeah. Hawthorne, yeah. I have a look at him. And his dad said, just chill out for another year. Yep. Um, but I find it interesting, I don't know how deep the rule gets, but what if a father adopts a son or a daughter? Uh-huh. Do they then qualify? Oh. So I don't mean just a stepfather. I mean like uh, um, YouTube clips, This is, they're magical. Yeah. Kids asking step mum, stepdads to adopt them. Uh-huh. You go on, there's a whole world out there. Good. Okay? How do you know this? Because uh, I'm a big fan of, if, if you listen to my album, The Plug, Thoughts, it's uh, episode about 120 or so. <laughs> yeah. Let's look it up. i got a bit about how I watch uh, clips of soldiers returning home. They're pretty much okay, my yep, favourite yep. thing to watch online. American soldiers returning home, everybody cries. Uh, but you can watch clips online of... There were a lot of tears at the airport when I came back. Like, you know, 12-year-old girl yep. asking her stepfather to adopt her. Here we go. Um, so I'm just looking at my album. It's about episode 120. Uh, anyway, <laughs> um, but I wonder. I wonder if the rule goes that deep. Yeah. Because you are their you are their parent. Well, you know what uh, you know what should happen. So you go out, right? You look at the best in the TAC, and you say to Sticks Kernahan, you go, "Hey, buddy, we've got a fucking gun, seventeen year old. We'd love you to adopt." <laughs> Right, so all of a sudden, Sticks has like sixteen kids. Already, you've worked out, you've worked out a way how it could be corrupted. Yeah, yes, yes, for, for so, yeah. yeah. So Sticks is a father of seventeen. All of a yeah, sudden, yeah, sure, okay. and they're like, it's a there's a mixture of you know talls and mids and back flankers. Yeah, and he picks them up and Carl goes, oh, Sticks has got father, you know, a few kids in the father son. We'll bid on them, okay, because it's legal. There, there is children. They are, yeah, and uh, it just so happens that they all played for Vic Metro. I was so foolish with my thoughts. Yeah. I, I thought I was thinking, you know, you know thinking, thinking kind thoughts but obviously it can be so easily corrupted <laughs> yes yeah and so what's wrong with that mm. just, they just happen to be kernahans yeah okay hey um there's a letter here from a fan that he sent to simon goodwin really so there's melbourne fan he got he got fed up oh. with uh melbourne's performance which gee gone early but uh he wasn't happy with the hawthorne loss well they were three and four hmm so, he's, so he's, fired. he's fucking fired up, mate. He's not happy with that. Sent it to Goodwin, but also he was concerned it wasn't going to get into Goody's hands. And so he also sent it to David Schwartz, the Ox. Oh. And the Ox C-O-X. publicised it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's pretty... Scathing. Shall I read it? Yeah, go, go for it's it. quite long. Maybe not read the whole thing. No, don't do that. Congratulations, Simon. Oh, that's a nice start. Good on him. He's happy with him. For your preparation of this football team last Sunday. That's really good. Pat on the back. How long and how badly does a player need oh. to play in the team before he was dropped? Shit. Jake Kennedy Harris has done zero for two weeks. Fuck. The majority of supporters see it and know he has no X Factor. How much X Factor? He's not an excitement machine. That's what he's trying to say. No, oh, that's disappointing. Had no impact. And he's not at AFL standard. Never has been. Fuck. 
Oh, it gets a bit serious here. Yep. Yet you as the coach willing, in effect, uh, that's misspelled, sent 21 players onto that ground because God help us. <laughs> God. You thought he was better than the likes of uh, Harms, Kent, Kennedy. Uh, scrolling All right, so he's naming, he's naming other players that he wants in, the, in his place. Uh, he misspelled just d- deplorable. Uh, here we go. No, but you know what I like here is how he gets it all completely incorrect. You knew you were playing Adelaide next week at home after a belting, which will be next to certainly a loss for this team. Yeah. Oh, will it, fuckhead? Yeah, that's awesome. Um, we are fed up with the promise of what team will produce every, every time they play. How will they make the supporters proud? I'm not proud of his club. And the excuses and promises after every loss. Your inept selection on Sunday and preparation is unthinkable. How does he know preparation? He does, he's not there. No, he doesn't. This is know a anything. fucking letter from the inside. Oh, it, I tell you what, Joe Gutnick has changed. Yeah, he's, he's fucking angry. He actually Diamond really Joe, come on. He's really changed, actually. Yeah. He's got like three bucks. <laughs> uh, I would like a refund. I like a full refund out of your own pocket. Oh, he wants Goody to fund it. Fund it for my membership and not from the club. From now on, I'm just a barrack and not a supporter. Thank you so very, very much. That's so, Okay, let, let's have a look through at the uh, stats. So he named a few players who weren't very good. So First off, what are the odds, do you reckon, of Goody forking out the money for the uh, refund from the membership? Oh, no, he'd do that. He seems yeah. like that kind of bloke. I now, think Goody read it and then he instantly just transfer, transferred the funds. Well, can I just say that uh, Kennedy, Jake Kennedy Harris didn't play <laughs> and Dean Kent came in. Okay, there we so, go. So, you know, he's, list- he's obviously read it. He's gone, fuck. I don't even think of that. Yeah. And so this guy is is onto it. And he sent in his membership as well. Oh, really? He sent in the actual card? Yeah. Oh, so he's one of those guys. Oh, yeah. He's a fucking moron. Did, now, what do you reckon the uh, protocol here of Ox revealing that? Oh, you've got to do it for the for the good of football. They probably had a chuckle, I suppose. Yeah, yeah. They read it out on there. They probably had a chuckle. Yeah. Well, no. no they just. Or they took it very seriously. Yeah, well, Goody's good, in the car. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't see this. So yeah. someone at Melbourne lost their job for hiding that from Simon Goodwin for yeah. starters. Yep. And then he's listened to it and he's gone, fuck, he's got some good points. Even though, as Ox was reading that out, I could tell it deplorable was spelled incorrectly. Do I will take everything he said on board. Do you think they go through their mail a little bit like Mike Moore on front, uh, front line? They go through they and read, read it. it. They read the letters before they hand them over? Yeah, I would say so. Do you reckon they get that many... That many letters? No, I think there'd be a lot of emails to the club, but they wouldn't go to the coach. They'd just go to reception. Like when I was trying to find out about um, Cupgate last year yep. at uh, the grand final, whether that cup on display at the MCG was gold. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so that letter went to reception. <laughs> or email, not, not letter. Well, how did, uh, how did reception respond to that? Uh, they just said it was uh, gold and it's in the floor if you want to come and check it out. Oh. But that wasn't the question I asked. <laughs> <laughs> I asked was the one on display at the MCG gold. Ah. Hmm. No, see, then that, that's They're the job suspect. of reception. Yeah, exactly. They suspect. Dodge around it. Hmm. Hey, um, should we wrap it up? Well, we should. I mean, uh, it's a, the Gold Coast lost this afternoon. Hmm. Absolutely thrashed. I mean, that, that's disappointing for the, for the Chinese people. But do you put it down to their, their 21-hour uh, journey? Now, I, mean? I think what added on to that journey, because hmm. we were mocking it last week, yeah. so it's t- 10 and a half hours from Brisbane to Shanghai, uh-huh. they stopped off in Singapore. Yes, but why? There's direct flights. Yeah, but they, I think they wanted to break it up and have a bit of a swim. That's what they were going to do. Yeah. Oh. So I think they wanted to get out and stretch the legs. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I didn't, I didn't realise that. Mm. Oh, good on them. And get out, see, see, you know, have some Singapore noodles. And also there was a lot of talk about uh, who was in the, up the front, who was up the back. Yep. So uh, Junior was up the front. Oh, of course. Rocket up the back. You reckon? No, that's what the, that's what was reported. Is that right? Rocket up the back? Mm, yeah. Fuck, he's, he's not coaching next year, is he? Junior was up the front. He could just walk into the cockpit. Heat, oh, up, heat, up, heat up a pie. Yeah. <laughs> we have a couple of footballers in real life. What have we got? We have one here from Jesse. Uh, I work as a manager at Hungry Jacks, and yesterday had ex-Saint Sam Fisher come through the drive-thru. Lovely. Seemed nice enough, but was a tight ass and was using the vouchers. Come on, Sammy. Also, in the previous couple of months, I've served David Cloak and Brett Ratton in drive-thru. Just so you're aware, Brett is the kind of customer who gets to the drive through window and decides to change his order. There's nothing positive coming out of that email. <laughs> Thank you, Jess. So where do you, you get the uh, where do you get the vouchers from? No, I'm just asking for just out of interest. Uh, don't you get them on like shopper dockets and stuff like that? Oh, like on the back of your yeah, I reckon on your receipt. Yeah. Okay, that's interesting. I, I imagine. Didn't know that. Yeah. I imagine. Here. No, but I, I rats. I, I reserve the right to, to change. You know, you know, as you're driving that that little bit, and you go, "Fuck, I don't want that." 
You don't want you don't want you know when you order something you're like ah fuck I should have got something else and that's when Rats just he's decisive mm. and that's what I like about him that's why he'll be an AFL coach again <laughs> yeah so here's one from Alex uh, I was leaving the G last Saturday after the Carlton uh, Collingwood game great game fantastic game a few small kids near me were having a kick of the footy their footy bounced over to me I picked it up sold one of them to dummy. And then kicked it back to their mates at the other end. I then turned and continued with the procession back towards the city. A few moments later, I got a tap on the shoulder, expecting it to be a talent scout impressed by my (laughs) manoeuvre. I was slightly disappointed that it was just a good Samaritan who had picked up my sunglasses that had fallen out of my pocket in the process. I thanked the kind gentleman, and he joined back with his friend as they walked to their car. It was at this moment I realised his friend was none other than the duck himself. And the good Samaritan, Liam Pickering. Oh, Pickers! <laughs> they got in a very nice-looking black Mercedes. Duck was driving. Fucking great detail. Parked out the right at the front of the MCG and drove off. Uh, you guys have been saying it all along that he's actually a good bloke, and it turns out you're right. Yeah, yeah no, we say he's a great bloke, <laughs> Alex. <laughs> so Liam Pickering doing a good doing a good job for another man. Unbelievable. Well done. Yeah. Now that's what we'd expect from Pickers. I reckon he said. Uh, I reckon he told him they were his glasses, but they actually weren't. Yeah, and also I reckon Pickers would have sussed him out and gone, ah, these glasses are fucked. But actually, when you talk about a good, you know, a scout, mm. I mean, Pickers is not too far from a scout. Well, yeah, so I'm sure, I'm sure he would tell clubs to uh, – oh, no, he wouldn't though because it's conflict of interest. Oh, actually, very good point. Yeah, yeah, very so good point. he would stay right out of it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we are Junktime AFL Pod at Gmail. We are Junktime AFL Pod at Twitter and Facebook. Uh, I'm going to log in now, create an account, and we're going to change Jimmy Jess's Wikipedia page. So feel free to have a look at that. <laughs> yes, and also, uh, Junktimers, if you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend. Maybe there's maybe you've got a fuckhead friend who doesn't know about podcasts, doesn't doesn't have any joy in his life. Put him onto the junk time Cuz the numbers are going that. up and up and up, Adam. They're yeah, going we're up really, and up and up. We're enjoying it. So yeah, if you've got a friend out there, maybe a coworker and, uh, who you knows into footy, just, just uh, get him into the get him into the podcast. Subby holders at junktime.bigcartel.com. Yes, and the ones that uh, haven't been sent yet will be sent this week. Apologies for that, but you know, I was uh, looking after our safety. And the comedy album I record, I looked at it right here. It's between episodes 120 and 121 called Thoughts. Get on board. Okay. Adam loves it. I do. I listen to it all the time. That's what I listen to when I go to sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you dream of that soldier's returning home. We're going to yeah. go. Go, Hawks. Go to lose. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.